Welcome to the Retirement Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Greg Gonzalez. My goal for the podcast is to help you live a better life in retirement by giving you the tools and information you need in a language that you can understand. For those of you new to the podcast, Like I said, my name is Greg Gonzalez. I'm a financial planner in St. Louis, Missouri with clients in almost 20 different states across the country. We work with people 50 and older as they plan for a successful retirement that they define. So with that specialty of having conversations Monday through Friday with clients 50 and older planning for their own retirement, some are already retired, some are striving to get there one day. We wanted to make a podcast where our clients and listeners can learn from these conversations. We take listener questions at our website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. That's retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. And we use these episodes as kind of a learning tool for not only current clients, but also our listeners out there that are trying to put together a constructive retirement plan and get tips and information that they can use in their own strategies. Some of the topics are going to be more applicable to you than others. It really just depends on your situation. But the point of the podcast is to help people 50 and older so they have the information and they can become brilliant at the basics, at the fundamentals of a solid retirement plan. I absolutely love what I do for a living, helping people fill in the gaps when it comes to planning for retirement, investing, and making sure people are on track for a successful retirement. So a lot of the time I'm pointing out mistakes that people are making and they don't even know they're making them. That does not make them bad people by any means, but if we can correct those behaviors, they'll be much, much more satisfied with the outcome. So on today's episode, I wanted to talk about planning for market crashes, the disasters that are out there. And there's many different states of emergency that can really derail your retirement. For most people with their 401ks and retirement accounts, it's going to be a market crash or something like that. If you have a pension, what happens if the pension goes belly up? What do you do? That's a state of emergency. And I'm of the opinion, the old adage is people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. So it just begs the question, okay, we're in retirement now, we're sailing along smoothly, what happens when that big storm comes and it rocks the boat and it destroys the boat? What do you do, right? So we're going to talk about that retirement parachute is what I like to call it. It's you know, your plane's going down, you got the parachute there for an emergency situation. So that's going to be our discussion on today's Retirement Made Easy podcast. But I wanted to remind listeners to check out our website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. If you click in the resources tab, you can find all of our free downloadable resources right there. Check out our retirement secret sauce. It's right there on the website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. And please continue to submit your questions at the bottom of the website. Ask Greg a question. My email address is there at the bottom. I'd love to hear listener questions, and we'll just use those questions for future episodes of the podcast. Aside from that, for 2022, I am offering two free monthly retirement assessments 
per month. So I'm booked out for the month of January already, but on the website, you'll notice it'll say free retirement assessment. And what that is, is it's just a second opinion on your retirement plan. If you're planning to retire next year, maybe it's in two years, I kind of go over what you have, the resources that you have saved and available for retirement. And I really want to provide someone an idea of if they're on track for retirement or not. And I also try to point out any gaps that I see along the way that stick out to me. So this free second opinion service, I call it a retirement pre-retirement assessment, is a way to help listeners get an idea of if they're on track for retirement or not. And maybe some ideas of items, some recommendations they can do to enhance their probability of success when it comes to retirement. Like I said, we're trying to do two per month. So don't wait, don't hesitate. Go to our website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. And at the top, you'll see schedule your free assessment. We're uh, already booking for February. I'm really looking forward to helping some listeners out at a more personalized level this year. So check out that free retirement assessment. Now let's get into today's episode where we talk about having that retirement parachute, so to speak. What happens in a case of emergency? And I like to use analogies, right? If you're going on a cruise and you see this huge ship, you have to expect that somewhere on that ship, they have lifeboats. That if something happened, if, if the big ship, the big cruise ship starts taking on water, that the passengers can evacuate safely on these lifeboats. So I kind of just expect that they're there. I also expect that they're probably going to have some kind of flotation devices, right? Maybe some life jackets for people and maybe some fire extinguishers in case there's a fire on board. So these are all safety measures that the cruise ship plans for ahead of time. It's the same with pilots. And any fighter pilot is going to have a parachute to evacuate, right? In case of emergency, how are you going to get out of this thing? How are you going to get out of here safely? When you run into an emergency situation like that, you can't just ad lib. You got to have an emergency plan. Okay, when this happens, we're going to do this. If we live in Oklahoma, where there's a ton of tornadoes, that's kind of the tornado alley, as they call it, right across the country is Oklahoma. If I live in Oklahoma and it's known for having historically a lot of tornadoes that come through there, I'm going to have some kind of storm shelter to protect me and my family. So in case we run into bad weather, this terrible storm comes through, hey, we're all going to get in the storm shelter so we can be safe and sound. It's the same with retirement planning. We need to have an emergency plan, and so many people don't have that plan. And what I mean, what are the emergencies? The most common is going to be some kind of market crash, right? You get a couple years into retirement, it's smooth sailing, and then all of a sudden the S&P 500 or the Dow Jones drops 30 40%. What do you do? Or let's say you're five years into retirement and your corporate pension gets cut by 30%. And so now your monthly income that you're living on in retirement is 30% lower. What do you do? So as a retirement planner for our clients, what I do is I make sure that every client that we discuss this ahead of time before they ever retire that, okay, now you're in retirement, everything's going well, 
and we know there's going to be a storm that hits that's significant. At some point, there's going to be a market crash. So we try to talk about it ahead of time and warn our clients that, hey, we don't know when. It might be this year. It might be five years from now. But when this market crashes, we're prepared. When your pension gets cut 30%, we've got a game plan. We've got an in-case-of-emergency plan. Because what I have found over the years is that when you run into states of emergency like this, and it happens so, so fast, and you're just trying to react, if you don't have a plan in place, an emergency plan in place, you're going to panic, and you're going to make very, very poor decisions that are not prudent and not in your best interest. So you need to think about what am I going to do ahead of time when this happens? It's inevitable that it's going to happen, right? The market historically is going to crash every five years or so, and then it's going to recover, historically speaking, right? But part of your retirement strategy has to have an element of, in case of emergency, what do we do? What is our plan of action? What's going to get us out of this situation? Now, there's many different specific retirement parachutes or retirement life preservers that one can come up with. And there's one or two that we use with our clients. But I mean, gosh, there's probably a half a dozen different strategies that one could come up with. And I'm not going to argue that one's better than another, although I tend to favor the, the ones that we use. But that's what you have to ask yourself. If you're going into retirement, what is going to be your retirement parachute when this crisis, this emergency happens? You know, the market dives 35% in six months. What are you going to do? How are you going to react? What's your game plan? And why this is so crucial, why you need a strategy is you got to remember that this retirement nest egg has to last you for the rest of your life. There's no do-overs in retirement. And there's a lot at stake here. Emotions are going to be running high. Your spouse might start to panic. And then you might start to doubt yourself and doubt your strategy to begin with. So I don't tell people not to worry about the next market crash or whether their pension's going to be solvent for the next 30 years. I know you're going to worry, and I know it's just a natural inclination that people have. You're going to worry. A lot of people are going to panic and make bad decisions. What I'm telling you is, since I know you're going to worry, have a plan of action ahead of time, knowing that if you act accordingly to your emergency plan, your retirement's going to be okay because you planned ahead. You knew it was going to happen at some point. You just didn't know when exactly. And what's really interesting is if you look back historically, whenever there's a big market crash, like a 2008, the market was down close to 40% that year. If you look at the COVID crisis, the market dropped like a rock and then recovered in less than two months. But during those times when the market is just crashing and dropping like a rock, you can see all the mutual funds and retirement investments that are being sold when the market's dropping like that. I mean, it, it happens every single time you run into a, you know, an event, a temporary market crash like that. So many people just sell because fear is a bigger emotion than greed. They don't know how bad it's going to get. And I think the fear of the unknown with the temporary volatility really crushes people and it just it makes them panic. 
But if those same people are retired, what I will say is they never had a game plan to begin with when it came to running into an emergency situation like that. And I'm simply suggesting that you don't want to be one of those retirees that doesn't have an emergency retirement parachute. If you get invited to go on a cruise and they tell you, hey, bring your own life jacket, don't be one of those people that's standing there with just a suitcase in your hand. Bring a life jacket. All right, let's get into some listener questions before we wrap up today. The first question comes from George. George's email says, Greg, my question is in regards to life insurance in retirement. I'm four years from retirement and my kids are raised, my house is paid for, and I just keep paying this life insurance premium and I don't know why. I'm just scared to let it go. What are your thoughts? Do people need life insurance in retirement? Why or why not? George, this is a fantastic question. I've gotten this quite a few times, and I picked your question specifically because I can't tell you how many people are 60 and older that still have life insurance, and they can't tell me why they have it. So why we have life insurance in the first place? So when you have young kids, when you have a big mortgage starting out, starting your family, it's obviously prudent to have life insurance. The best life insurance agent that, that I've ever met is a strong advocate for life insurance, for term life insurance specifically. And he tells a story. He has a reason for that. He grew up in Flint, Michigan. His father worked for GM, General Motors. And his mother was a stay-at-home mom. I had, uh, I, I think it was four kids. And his dad got hurt at work one day and passed away from his injuries at, at General Motors. And General Motors provided every employee at that time, a $5,000 life insurance policy. So his mom got a check for $5,000. Well, guess what? When you have four kids and you're a stay-at-home mom, $5,000 isn't enough to do anything. So he said his mother felt she had to marry for money, for financial support, and she married a verbally and physically abusive guy. And from the day his dad died to the day his mother died, his mother never had a happy day. Not one day did he ever see his mom with a smile on her face. So he said, that's why you need life insurance, is so you don't end up like my mom and put yourself in a situation like that. Isn't that an incredibly moving and powerful story? And that's why he's so passionate. You get it. When you got young kids, when you got a mortgage, yes, you're trying to protect your income. And what happens to your spouse and your family if something tragic happens to you? But let's fast forward. Let's say you have that life insurance protection. You raise those kids, you get that house paid off, and you get this big retirement nest egg built up to fund your golden years of retirement, right? And you've got no liabilities because you got a paid for house and you have a nest egg that will last for 30 years for you and your spouse. What do you need life insurance for? And that's what you have to ask yourself. It's going to depend on your unique situation. But what I find is a lot of people, they get to be 60 and in that situation I described, and they no longer need life insurance because the life insurance was there to protect their income in case they passed away all of a sudden. And yes, there's some people that carry life insurance because they have charitable goals. Maybe they want to leave an insurance proceeds, life insurance proceeds to the church or something like that. And that's a whole different discussion. There's other people that want to have life insurance that funds 
a charitable life insurance trust. Again, that's a whole different discussion. But generally speaking, if you don't have those types of goals, a lot of people in their 60s, they no longer need that life insurance. But if their retirement nest egg is not adequately funded, if they don't have enough save for retirement to last the rest of their life, the next 30 years of retirement, well, then yes, you would want to have that. Because let's say you don't have as much save for retirement as you need. But if something happens to you and you're the breadwinner, well, then your spouse is not going to have your income and has a retirement nest egg that's not adequately funded. So some people do keep that life insurance in place until their retirement nest egg is adequately funded. And that way, they don't leave their spouse as a widow or widower with an underfunded retirement future. There's other people that keep life insurance in retirement because they may take the single life option pension annuity. So meaning that pension pays for the rest of their life. Let's say it's the wife's life. She's got a pension that pays for the rest of her life, but if something happens to her, the pension would stop and her husband would get nothing. So to protect the husband in that situation, maybe she wants to have a life insurance policy in place that would mitigate the risk of her death and then that pension income stopping. So George, in a roundabout way, what I'm saying here is people do keep life insurance for specific reasons. A lot of times it doesn't make sense to continue keeping life insurance in retirement. But the question really you have to ask yourself is, if something happened to me, would that put my spouse in a situation where they would have the financial independence to carry him or her for the rest of their life? And if not, well, then maybe you want to have some life insurance in place to help protect your spouse. This is actually one of the ingredients of my retirement secret sauce that I talk about. That's something you need to really look at so you're not paying for something like life insurance that you don't need, that wouldn't add any value to your retirement plan because then you're just wasting your money. George, I really appreciate that question. I'm glad you submitted that. Thank you. I hope this episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast has been helpful. If you have questions, visit our website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. I'll see you next week for the next episode. And remember, always dream big. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, please consult your attorney, tax advisor, or financial advisor prior to investing. This is a hypothetical example and is not representative of any specific investment. Your results may vary. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices mentioned are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The SmartVestor program is a directory of investment professionals. Neither Dave Ramsey nor SmartVestor are affiliates of St. Louis Retirement Advisors or LPL financial. There is no guarantee that a diversified portfolio will enhance overall returns or outperform a non-diversified portfolio. Diversification does not protect against market risk. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, Memra FINRA, SIPC. SIPC.